Here, come here. Okay. Come here. Okay. Oh, no. Look, here. Hey, Atticus. You gotta put this in your ear. <gasps> oh, no. Hey. Oh, that's adorable. That's Eric. That's Eric. Yep. And up there this is Uncle Tyler. Eric, and this is Uncle no. Tyler. And... I'm sorry. Yeah, that's Eric. Eric. Yeah, I'm sorry. You sure? Uh, yeah, hell yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> why why hey, are you Atticus? yelling at Eric? How you doing? Yeah, yeah. Look, he's trying to talk to you. Listen. How you doing, Atticus? Okay. <gasps> hey guys. Hey guys. Hey. You having? Can a you good say day? doing good? Good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. What'd you do today? That time. Did you Duck help tails? clean up a lot? No, clean. We cleaned a lot. That's cool, though. Did we go to the playground? We went to the playground. And did you go down the slide? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, MC's here now. That's MC. Yeah, I can see. He can't hear us. <laughs> okay. Here, I'm gonna tilt this down. Okay. Okay. Try again. Say hi, MC. Hi, MC. <laughs> He can hear you now. That's MC. No, that one. Yeah, that's Eric. He doesn't have his camera on because his internet is terrible. <laughs> yeah, sorry, buddy. Say, Eric, get better internet. <laughs> you 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 don't want to have the headphone in? No. Now you can't hear. No, you don't get to play with the mouse. <laughs> I know that. I love that one. Try again, try again. Try again? Yeah. On, on the headphone? No. No? <laughs> okay. Are you ready to go to bed? No, do I get You want to say hi again? Hey. There you go. How's it going, Addy? Hello. Good. That's good. Is it bedtime yet? Say. Pope. Is it bedtime? No, Pope. Paw Patrol? Is that what you're trying to say? Paw Patrol is pretty Paw awesome. Paw Paw no, Okay, we're not gonna watch Paw Patrol. Do you want to take your phone and color? No, Paw oh, No, 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 Two years ago, we set off on a mission to introduce Tyler to strange new episodes. To boldly go where several podcasts have probably gone before. But then, a while back, Troy mentioned there was this one time on Star Trek where everyone was wearing a thong for no reason, and now we have a new mission. To watch the one with the thongs. But getting there is going to be a little tricky, because Tyler doesn't know which episode that is. I did narrow it down to 50 episodes, though, so we'll get there eventually. Who's Troy? And welcome to Too Young for This Trek, a podcast where I get introduced to Star Trek for the first time, because that's the only way you can get introduced to something. I think I guess you could get introduced to someone for the second time. But anyways, I watch a Star Trek for the first time because my friends are forcing me, and I am Tyler. And t- today, we, you guys want to know, yeah, I guess you guys, people should know your names, I guess. I You're less important. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no one needs to know their names. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, uh, I was fine with it, but I'm MC. <laughs> and I'm Eric. And today we watched, uh, we finally watched a deal. Troy got flattened for a second. That was weird. <laughs> but uh, today we finally watched a, a DS9 episode. And it was one that like was picked. I got so excited last episode thinking like I finally picked one. And I was like, oh, wait, no, it didn't. Because Eric picked the episode, I think. Mm. Well, he picked the. It's complicated. He your description <laughs> of the episode. Yeah. Can we? I was actually going to ask, along with uh, alternate titles, can we maybe get like 
a recap of what you thought the episode was going to be, sure. Tyler. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. Um, but yeah, so we're watching. Just so the listeners remember why this episode was. <laughs> That's picked. a good idea. So today we're watching uh, Deep Space Nine, season five, episode twenty-four, Epoch Nor. Um, also known as Epoch Nor. Epoch. Okay, I have Epoch. Epoch Nor. Also known as Epoch Nor. Um, <laughs> I also <laughs> known as Murder on the Epoch Nor. <laughs> Or uh, Garrick kills Go ahead, again. God damn it, Eric! <laughs> mine was Garrick killed a guy. That's literally what mine was gonna be. <sighs> and mine's when Cardassians uh, attack. I got nothing. I'm just sad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I get for not actually writing my notes in the notes document. I should probably open the notes document. Oh, I haven't done that in months. Uh, give me a second. I'm trying to find my summary. Oh, you have a summary. I thought I was writing the summary. No, no, no. What I thought. This no, was. he's talking about his original. I didn't actually summary. write a summary. <laughs> Going to make it up. It's it's like it's like when you have to like give a presentation to the class and you're kind of making it up as you go. That's what I'll I've go. never done that because of anxiety. It's same, same. <laughs> Usually, I'm the one that's like doing the project all by myself for the last second. Dave, the night before. Yep, yep, staying up till 4 a.m., 5 a.m., not sleeping, whatever. But, um, yep. so yeah, we picked this episode because from my list of summaries, uh, like I, I wrote like fake synopsises based on the titles, and Eric picked this one, which said Worf takes leave to attend the triannual Klingon fuckfest. Murder is expected, accepted, and encouraged. And that is, some of those things happen. There's a murder. <laughs> No wharf. Or, or There's a tiny sex. bit of wharf. There is a little bit of wharf. Yeah, just his penis. No, he's in the beginning. <laughs> uh, I'm writing a summary right now, Eric. If you want me to just take. Are it. you sure? <laughs> yeah. Can we can we like workshop it on air as we go? Sure. I don't know how to do this without stepping on your toes. How about how about this? I'll start, and then you take a line, and then we'll go back and forth a little bit. <laughs> this, is dumb. this is a dumb idea. Go for it. Let's 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 workshop. Go, all right. No, I I want I want to start. I want to. What? Start. I I gotta go first. Line. All right. Eric, no, you, you can, can start. start. I, it's fine. No, you you go no, for it. Go no, for no, it. you got it. Yeah. All right. The MacGuffin manifold on Deep Space Nine has gone all wonky. <laughs> I. I was just going to skip over that part. <laughs> you can't skip over the MacGuffin manifold. <laughs> O'Brien and Nog and a whole lot of red shirts head over to a exact replica of the Deep Space Nine <laughs> that just happens to be a different space station entirely that's abandoned for some reason. They go there to see the MacGuffin manifold and they bring Garrick along because they're sure that the station is going to be riddled with booby traps and having Garrick along will help keep everyone alive. With his tailoring skills. Because he's really (laughs) good at sewing pants. He's just a plain simple tailor. Okay, it's your turn, Eric. What's next? Ah, shit. Um, What does happen next? Uh, Garrick turns the life support back on. I, see that's too detailed. My the yeah. next line of mine was "Oops." Then Eric gets or then Garrick gets real high and kills everybody. Not Eric. Eric does not get real high. <laughs> Please, Eric, don't. Garrick does. Can I start by arguing with Eric? Eric or about Garrick? Eric. What I do? I just want to say because you were like, "Is this the same station somehow?" That makes total sense. We've we've seen that in Starfleet plenty of times. That there's like the, I mean the Enterprise A. No. Yeah. No. Was the Enterprise A a different ship? Yeah, because there's the Enterprise refit, yes. and they blew it up, yep. and they just take another ship that's exactly the same as yeah, the Yeah, different constitution class, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just it's just the same model space station. That makes total sense. So... That is, that is fine. So I don't know... We're jumping in, right? Like, we're done with the summary? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> okay. we're, we're, we're in the <laughs> podcast now. That was the summary. Garrett gets... The summary could good. just be Garrett gets high and kills yeah, a guy. Yeah. He kills a couple of people, doesn't he? Yeah, he kills one guy. He only kills one guy. Oh, yeah, guy. he... he, uh, he Whoa, uh, okay, that's saying that Cardassians aren't guys. 
Because he kills two of those. Uh, That's a good point. (laughs) He did kill two Cardassian soldiers who were high out of their mind on psychotropic drugs and also a Federation guy. Um, He also let another Federation guy die unnecessarily, but we can get to that when we get to it. Should we start at the beginning? Wait, wait. Okay, no, let's unpack what we were talking about here a second ago, Troy. You mentioned, okay, we, we mentioned that the DS9 is the same model ship or space station. Mm-hmm. Uh, DS9, as Tyler may not know, is called Teroknor. Oh, yeah. Did not uh, know it was that. a Cardassian station. I guess that yep. was, yeah. This might start to make a little bit Did more sense Did you know it was now. a Cardassian station? <laughs> do you know, Tyler, do you know what D-Space 9 is? I, I, so I knew it wasn't exactly a Federation. I knew it wasn't Federation built. And yeah, I picked up for this episode that it was Cardassian built. Yeah, that's why it looks so cool. Thank you, MC, for the visual mm-hmm. example. <laughs> I'm going to find that MC just put that up as his background. And so when I listen to this podcast, like three months from now when it comes out, I'm going to imagine that MC just somehow pantomimed what DS- DS9 <laughs> looks like. And it's going to make me really happy. Well, I was seeing it happen, and I still imagine that MC was like a Transformer, and he'd like turn into it. <laughs> I I have that on my computer because it's my computer background. Mm-hmm. It has mm-hmm. been forever. Yeah. So one thing I want to point out right away is as they're approaching Empoknor, uh mm-hmm. the reason we know it's derelict is because it's on an angle. <laughs> <You're> so- <laughs> and it's so funny it's because so in space, like that would be normal. Like everything's there is no up and down. But yeah, in Star Trek, that's for not entirely reason, true, Eric. Well, because oh, all of the planets in our solar system are in the same plane for some reason. So, true. like, if something was not in that plane, you'd be like, hmm, that thing's crooked. <laughs> What's that? What, I mean, I, there is a few enough. things that are crooked. Is it, is it Saturn or your, which, there's one of the planets is crooked. Like yeah. the ring? <laughs> it's Uranus, right? No, it's not my Uranus. Ha <laughs> uh, But yeah, I think it is probably Uranus. Uranus. <laughs> no, it's Uranus. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> uh, okay, continue. Somebody please get us out of this Can whole, we this go back to the beginning? Because Eric, you're already okay. jumping us way too far ahead by talking I'm about it. I'm sorry. There's so much that happens at the beginning of this episode. Because again, Tyler, this it's is like the first oh, yeah. box. We finally get the reveal that Nog is not Jake's imaginary friend. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You, Nog? Have you met Garrick before? Was Garrick? In- no. no. I've no, seen Garrick in memes. And I think I think Andrew Robinson might have been Garrick's in... an interesting character. He might have been in the episode, uh, that first one we watched at Deep Space yeah, Nine, the... but not in makeup, so you wouldn't have something, recognized something him. Something, something, stars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, far beyond the stars. Thank you. That's yeah. a great episode. Uh, so yeah, Garrick. Episode. I from seeing pictures of him, I just imagined him having like a deeper, more menacing voice. So that was strange mm-hmm. to me. This is not a financial transaction. Protecting your ass is what got you into trouble in the first place. Did you catch that he's a tailor in this episode? Yeah, someone. I think Nog mentioned it. Well, and then so, one of the uh, random red shirts actually was talking about how like he sewed his thing wrong. Oh, that was it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like yeah, if he would have not... knew he was that threatening, he wouldn't have like complained. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't have fucked as, with him. <laughs> as far as Garrick has admitted up to this point in the show, and really will ever admit in the show, he is a tailor who stayed behind on Deep Space Nine when the Cardassians abandoned it. But it's pretty but, obvious there's more going on. Yeah, from the first moment you meet him, it's like are you some sort of like secret super spy who's really good at murdering people? And he's like, no, I'm just a plain, simple tailor. Uh, everybody knows. Well, I assume like something happened in a recent episode that made people trust him more because like, he's like, people have finally started like talking to me and like pretty soon someone's going to invite me to dinner. (laughs) Brian's like, like, not me. (laughs) (laughs) What's the matter? Well, it's just that lately I've noticed everyone seems to trust me. It's quite unnerving. I'm still trying to get used to it. Next thing I know, people are going to be inviting me to their homes for dinner. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I promise I will never have you over. I appreciate that, Chief. Ah, don't mention it. I don't recall that there's been any substantial shift. There, there must have been. I mean, he, he, he is like 
He's had some moments in the show, I think. Yeah, and and I think he has a few times made decisions that were clearly not in the best interest of Cardassia. They weren't necessarily... He doesn't, like, express loyalty to the Federation or anything, but I think he's occasionally made decisions that aren't in the best interest of Cardassia, which makes the Federation people be like, okay, I guess we'll trust you a little, but... It's, it's always only a little that anyone trusts him. Hmm. No one trusts him fully. So uh, there's only so much you'll be able to tell me because of spoilers. But yeah, am I to believe that the Federation's just like exploring and they come across an abandoned space station and they're like, this is mine now. <laughs> MC, do you, do you want to handle that one? How, you, you can decide how much we tell them there. Okay, uh, so... No, there's, so, oh, I, I, I mean, we have to talk about, that, that, Never mind. it is no longer yeah, a Cardassian no. run station. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm actively yeah. trying uh, not because, to spoil shit. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, why I'm being it quiet. It also has to do with the Bajorans a little bit, so, and we didn't really get into yeah, that. Tyler, do you know what a Bajoran up, so. is? Uh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There were some in Discovery, and um, oh, was there? Mm-hmm. Well, the president's part Bajoran. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and then uh, and part is there a character in DS Nine that's a Bajoran that I can't think of her name? Yes, Kira. there's actually a main character on. Yeah. Lower she was Dennis. actually at. She was in the beginning of this episode with yep. Wolf and Jed Zia. Okay. Yep. Yep. I so know her the face. Do you remember the, yeah. the the Bajoran from Lower Decks? Shax, the security guard. Oh, I keep forgetting that he's not just human, because like, yeah. he just looks human to me. <laughs> he, the giveaway is the earring. He has one earring. Um, basically, yeah. The, the, this used to be a Cardassian station. For reasons, it is no longer a Cardassian station. And now there are Federation people there. Okay. I think that's as much as we can tell you. Yeah. I, I will tell yeah. you that I remember... Like, I, I know what the premise of Empoknor is. I know they're going to go to this abandoned station. But I do not remember, or did not remember until I rewatched it, that it is just an abandoned station. Like, I, and, and I don't think they ever really explained very well in this episode, like, why there's just a whole ass station floating around that's abandoned. You know why, uh, It's Troy? a trap! Troy, it's because nobody time? wants to work. Because nobody wants to work. <laughs> nobody wants to work. They could not find people. Oh. Like they were offering like crazy amounts of money, and like just nobody. Yeah, there was like twenty dollars an hour with a thousand dollar hiring bonus, but nobody yeah. wants to work. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, you get like all kinds of benefits, like not getting killed. Free cheeseburgers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Free cheese. Only one a day though. Um, you can get an iPhone if you work here for six months. Not a good one. Not a new one. Like an iPhone four. <laughs> we ordered some iPhones off of Wish.com and we're giving them out to our employees. Yeah. Our most loyal employees. Anyway. Uh what do you think of Nog, Tyler? This is your first introduction to Nog as well. Uh, Nog is fine. I I don't know. It, 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 I, I didn't really get too much of a sense of his character other than he doesn't seem like your typical Ferengi, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I, there mm-hmm. was the bit when they were playing uh, him and Garrick were playing whatever Cardassian game oh, where yeah. he was talking about like protecting his assets or whatever and it's like ah you, you see that little bit of Ferengi stereotype but otherwise like he seems like he has other interests other than money which is for sure cool. um, so yeah. is he uh, I know he's a cadet is he like security or is he engineering because he at some points he seemed like both i don't think engineering he was uh carrying a very big book gun sorry as your body grows but guns go bang i don't think cadets get specified i think okay. i think when you're a cadet you're just a cadet i think all the cadets wear in this era wear that that same red uniform he was wearing they haven't been sorted in their houses yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's fair, because in Star Trek Online, you start as a cadet, and then, like, the very first thing you do is you choose your career path. Mm. Well, actually, you choose that in the character creator, but it doesn't come into play until you... Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. 
But yeah, yeah I, I thought it was cool Fergie. that he was like not your stereotypical Fergie. Nog's a cool character. Yeah. He's got a character arc for sure. Most of the DS9 characters do. Neither Nog or Garrick are main characters on Deep Space Nine. They are both like secondary characters. Like th- their names aren't in the credits. However, Nog and Garrick are both in like my top five characters in Star Trek lists. Like th- there's those are two of my favorite characters, even though they're not main characters, which I think is really cool. That's that's one of the things that is a strength of Deep Space Nine, which I think Tyler's not going to get at all with the <laughs> asinine way that we're making him watch Star Trek, is how good the secondary characters on DS9 are. I mean, this, this is an episode th- there's one main character in it. Like, yeah. F- for any substantial amount of time. And Brian well, uh, is the only yeah. main character. I, uh, Brian wasn't really a main character early on, was he? No, he was, like he was always in the in the credits yeah, for Deep Space so. Nine. He was introduced he just... on Next Gen as a secondary character. Oh yeah, he was so secondary on TNG, but he like kind of takes center stage for a lot of DS Nine. He's got some yeah. great episodes. Yeah, uh, this guy they put him through the shit. They do. <laughs> yeah, apparently he killed some guys back in Nam. He did <laughs> specifically some Cardassians. Yeah. Uh, but I like that yeah. he's not like proud of it. Like he's like, it was war, man. Like it sucked, you know. It, it seemed like yeah. a very realistic reaction, you know. Yeah. Like, like he, doesn't he doesn't want to talk, talk about, about it. it. Yeah. 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 That's how a lot of veterans are. Get it? Yeah. Know? He doesn't have like this weird like collection of dog tags that he like took from bodies <laughs> or anything. <laughs> I should hope not. Cardassian. He's been dead for about a year. Hey, look at this. regimental badge this is gonna make pachetti's day i did like that he scolded one of his engineers who is that person apparently he's like who's all about like collecting like cardassian paraphernalia or something and o'brien's like we're not gonna deal with your obsessions you dumbass we're here on a mission like it was good (laughs) i liked him slapping that down yeah (laughs) okay now we can go down pachnar after the commercials from eric slater creator of epic fails of history comes a bold new vision of the future in his latest book 2299 2299 is a sci-fi noir about a detective on the edge of the abyss while investigating a cold case on Vanaheim, a space station orbiting Neptune, Desmond Faust finds himself ensnared in a web of lies and murder. The closer he gets to discovering the truth, the more aware he becomes that he might not leave this place alive. Eric Slater's 2299 is available now on Amazon. Welcome to Impact No. Can I tell you how I watched this episode? <laughs> Please, and then I'm going to tell you how I watched this okay. episode. So I watched this episode. I started it out in a Walmart parking lot while I was waiting. <laughs> uh, I had to take amazing. my dog to uh, get groomed, and I had like an hour wait in between having a dentist appointment. So I just went to a random oh, Walmart, man. parked, and started watching this. But I only got like 20 minutes in. So then I got home, and Chapter was taking his nap, so I watched it for like 10 minutes. That had to do some stuff, and then I finished it while doing dishes, and then I couldn't remember anything that happened. So, <laughs> I uh, I forgot we were recording this podcast, and so I hadn't watched it yet. So I watched it today while hanging out with Addy in his room, and I had to pretend to be asleep because otherwise he was kept yelling at me to go play with him. <laughs> so I neglected my child in order to watch this episode. <laughs> yep, feel good about that one. <laughs> Yep. Did you guys just like put it on it, a TV and watch it? <laughs> just like all in one sitting, yeah. like with the volume up. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Wow. Yeah, I, I tend to watch it with Meg, so you know. I have not watched television on a television in a while. Uh, so what happens before Garrick starts murdering person? You know, like, okay, Cardassians so, are people. Sorry. Cardassians there's a very there's a very cool sequence where garrick like goes aboard the space station so 
to make sure that <laughs> the the airlock's not booby trapped. And when he does so, the station like powers up. And it's only limited things that power up. But I really liked the the camera shots around as the station powers up. You see like the lights on the outside, and then some stuff inside, and then this pan into this spooky room yep. in the medical lab where there's like three coffin like structures yeah. that are glowing, and inside is a Cardassian who opens his eyes. Mm-hmm. What did you think as the new viewer, Tyler, of that shot? I didn't really Nothing. think much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. I, that 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 shot for me is when you're like, "Oh shit, we're in a horror episode." Like yep. that that is the introduction yep. to this this is this is like a, a slasher film. Yeah. And exactly. I think it's a really cool introduction. I, I didn't really feel that until later on when uh two characters die and I actually like jumped a little bit with the first one died. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, the, the, when <laughs> the Cardassian jumps through the window and grabs yeah. him." So basically, if you haven't watched this episode in a long time and you don't remember, what happens is there there was three Cardassians left behind when this place was abandoned, and they're from a particular like battalion or regiment or whatever in the Cardassian military that is like super uh, jinguistic. Is that the word? Is that a word? I don't know if that's a word. Uh, no, xenophobic. Xenophobic. Oh, no. Yeah. So, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. no. So let me explain this. So it's like a military experiment place, and they're trying to make yep. a drug that makes Cardassians even more xenophobic. Mm-hmm. Jingoism is nationalism in the form of aggressive and proactive foreign policy, such as a country's advocacy for the use of threats or actual force, as opposed to peaceful relations in efforts to safeguard what it perceives as its natural interests. Yep. The more you know yeah, that's what yeah, it was. That would... um, but they don't know that right away. They only figured that out after uh, Garrick, who touched some weird goo at the beginning of the episode, then is like, hey, these Cardassians just killed two of the people that we came here with. And I'm going to go kill them. And everyone else is like, um, okay, that's <laughs> cool, I guess. And then he kills one, and he's like, hey, I killed one of them, and I tested his tissue. I did some <laughs> tissue samples because I'm a plain simple tailor. So I just did some tissue samples real quick. And it turns out they're super dosed with a crazy drug that makes them want to l- murder everybody. Basically, they're murder horny like a Vulcan, except for without the horny part. They're just, they're just, they're just murder. They're just murder. And I'm definitely not under the influence of that drug, but I am going to go murder the other one now. Okay, bye. Yeah. Oh, we also forgot to mention that one of the three coffins had a dead body in it. It was like it cracked did. open, and it was just a skeleton. Yeah, one of the mm-hmm. one of the cool. beams had fallen on it. Yeah, and cracked it open. Yeah. Um, so the first guy who gets killed gets killed by a Cardassian breaking through glass and grabbing him. I've seen this episode before. I do not remember specifically how he got killed, so I actually jumped at that too. (laughs) It's a good jump scare. Uh, I didn't jump the first time I watched it. I guess I wasn't. I got distracted by like someone with a knife in the Walmart parking lot or something. But (laughs) it's Florida, man. Uh, You got a real life jump scare. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) that happens. I was too busy watching my back. Actually, last time I went inside the Walmart, I was parked outside of. Um, It was while my wife was pregnant with her kid, and like some guy was yelling at her because like tried to start a fight with us because she was walking too slow what yeah she was like eight months pregnant (laughs) yeah i don't understand like the fuck yeah it was very strange we were also carrying a like a bunch of frozen dinners anyways um (laughs) so i found these red shirts particularly interesting because i don't watch a lot of deep space nine obviously so like i'm like are like they're giving this one character like a decent amount of like not like backstory like i don't know they're talking about him like he has existed before um have any of these red shirts been like in the show before no nope not not a lick of them and that's exactly how we knew they were all probably gonna die yeah but like me watching it, I'm like, could they any of this a, be important? They did a good job, though. Yeah, like the the guest actors or extras or whatever you want to call them, they did a good job. Do you remember any of their names? Not a single one. No, okay. Not a I, one. I, uh, I can't even tell you what. They there's look one like. whose name starts with a P. He's the one who likes to collect stuff. There's the blue uh, guy. The, 
the lady security guard was like Stalinsky or something uh, like that. Okay, so I wrote down their names uh, <laughs> based on what I heard, and then okay. autocorrect did its thing. And so oh, wow. uh, the first guy who died, I have Machete. So it's like Machete with a B. That Bichetti. sounds right. Uh, then the woman who was like his bodyguard, her name, I think it was like Stones, but my phone decided it's Stones. But anyways, there's um, a part where... Her name was actually uh, Stolzoff. Stolzoff. Okay. Well, there's a part where he's like hey, could you, like, would you mind not aiming that at me? And she's like, don't worry, bro. It's it's all safety. And that's not how guns work. Don't aim guns yeah, at that's so <laughs> I was how thinking guns that. work. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what the hell? Yeah. MC and I know somebody who reportedly was dishonorably discharged from the Navy for doing that exact thing. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but that's the story on how they, they left the Navy. But yeah, you're not supposed to point a gun at someone unless you want to shoot them. So, like, yeah. Yeah, Starfleet, do better. For sure. Mm-hmm. And those things can vaporize people. Like, you can survive a gunshot. <laughs> you cannot survive being vaporized. I mean, you can if it's on stun. If it's on... Uh, yeah. Fair enough. Also, I don't think phasers vaporize. I think only disruptors vaporize. Mm-hmm. In the Rathacon, they vaporize. Yeah, well, yeah I was about same... to say, that's... Maybe they yeah, okay. Rathacon... There's like nothing left of that guy. Although technically a real life vaporization would be horrifying. Like, because (laughs) yeah, like there, you know, it wouldn't be nothing left behind. (laughs) We didn't talk about the awesome moment where Nog realizes he left like his Kool-Aid on the the car. (laughs) And so he runs back to the car to get it. And the car's fucking gone. <laughs> and then he sees the car floating in space and yeah. it explodes. Yeah. <laughs> That's not right. Oh, wait, no, here it is. That was a good shot. In fact, I think all the outside shots were great in this episode. Like movie quality, <laughs> like the model shots in this were really good. I noticed that and, that they looked particularly good, and, and I think it's because they actually. I assume they did new shots for this, yeah, because the the station is not lit up the way it normally is. So and it was painted a little shots. differently too. Like they did yeah. a good job with it. Yeah, it felt like a different station. Um, I have one last like nerding out about a shot moment that I have to talk about, which is <laughs> when Garrett kills the first guy. Because he's like, Garrick's trying to get access to the computer system. And it's just saying access denied over and over again. And then Garrick hears a guy and he's like, oh shit, I'm going to have to do murder. And so he hides <laughs> in one of the coffin stasis chambers. But what I love about this shot mm-hmm. is this, 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 listen, I'm not a horror fan. You all know this. I don't like spoopy things. But what I loved about this shot is that the monsters of the episode are these mm-hmm. two Cardassian soldiers that are walking around, which means you never really get a good look at them. Yeah. And then in this scene, lighting. the perspective shifts and the camera is very clearly and specifically following the Cardassian soldier around. And he's looking for Garrick, not knowing where he is. And the viewer also doesn't know where Garrick is mm-hmm. and Garrick mm-hmm. popping out and shooting the guy is like a jump scare for that guy. But it's also kind of a jump scare for the viewer, which is fucking great because this is the moment when Garrick becomes the monster in the haunted house instead of those uh. two guys becoming the monster. And the, the show shows you that happening by putting you in the perspective of someone that Garrick is hunting instead of the other way around. Mm. I thought that was really cool yeah that shot made me think of uh the first season of dexter uh just basically nothing to do with the show but uh, there's this one guy who like is trying to catch dexter and there's this one scene where he goes surprise motherfucker and yeah that's that gave me that vibes Uh, so like i wish that was the line garrick said when he popped out because looking for me isn't a very cool line to say yeah okay the the garrick i imagined based on the like memes he would have said surprise motherfucker um so like when he's like messing with the computer and is saying access denied and he hears like the sound of the other cardassian guy like he does this look that i can't exactly recall it but it looks like the look you would 
give if you were like looking at something on your computer that you didn't want anyone to know that you're looking at and you hear someone creeping <laughs> up and you're like oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I knew that was coming because that's exactly the same thought I had I'm like He's looking at dirty pictures yeah. on the internet, <laughs> and he's trying to close a tab before someone walks in mm-hmm. on him. <laughs> he's he's doing like all these like weird movements with his upper bodies, his upper body, and I don't know if it's like prosthetics or if that's like him being weird this episode or if that's just like normal. I don't know. He's just like. It's kind of like uh, whichever Batman movie where he couldn't turn his neck. That's mm. most of them up until the Christopher Nolan movies. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the, the Cardassians have especially that same the sort of thing. They don't Batman. they don't turn yeah. their heads very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the neck ridges, I think, prohibited a lot of neck movement. It also makes sense from for their species because they're kind of reptilian, right? Like, I was gonna say that, and then I was like reptiles turn their heads right like that doesn't yeah i mean like lizards i feel like they can look the complete opposite lizards direction. Are all, yeah. they're like always hanging out with their head tilted uh-huh. one way or the other mm, that's a good point um i mean how far can an are we on agreement look? they do have an alligator hey, MC, are we in agreement that Garrick let that one guy die randomly <laughs> just real quick mc okay trying to move the podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, this is important and in one piece there's a character named crocodile but he has pet alligators and i i need to know because i'm watching the dub if that's like a translation error or if like that's no yeah no it's the same thing it's it's driving me crazy (laughs) moving on what were you saying troy i was asking if we were all in agreement that garrick let the blue guy get killed because he's he's there watching the blue guy and his security guard talk about stuff. And then Garrick realizes that other Cardassians there. And then the Cardassian pops in and kills blue guy. And then is about to kill the security guy. And then Garrick kills the Cardassian. But I'm like, yeah. you could have killed that Cardassian. He, first. Here's the thing. Not only could he have killed the other Cardassian first, he actually didn't kill him until he went to kill the guy that he wanted to kill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I think it was all a selfish move because of the um, stuff that's in his system that he waited for him to kill until it was the guy's attention to kill the security guy uh, was noticed and he was like, no, that's my kill. That That's essentially... Let me push you one further. I have a thought on why he specifically wanted to kill the security guy. Yeah. Tyler, did you catch the racial slur in this episode? Nope. So, in this scene where Garrick's listening in, there is a line of dialogue where that guy talks about how he's going to try and get revenge for uh, the other security guard who died, uh, Stolzov. And he says something about how he's going to try that move on the Spoonhead. And Spoonhead is a racial slur Ooh. against Cardassians. So I think that the whole xenophobic drug kicked into overdrive when Garrick heard that, and he's like, oh, you're <laughs> going to say that about my people? And that's that, like, he really wanted to kill the guy because of that. But what I love, I found out when I was looking at Memory Alpha about this, is that line wasn't in the script and was actually not approved by the producer's <laughs> when it was recorded because that line is considered background dialogue and background dialogue isn't in the script which means it doesn't go through the same approval process so they almost pulled it completely because they're like that's that's a member of starfleet (laughs) using a racist slur like i don't think we can do that like gene wouldn't have been okay with that but they ended up keeping it in but yeah the only reason that even got recorded was because it was considered background dialogue, and so it didn't have to be in the script and didn't have that's to go through the normal approval process, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, they also call them Cardis, kind of like commies. Yeah, Car- Cardis is like the like socially acceptable slur. <laughs> like nobody says Cardis in a positive way, but somehow it's okay. Why don't you come with me, Chief? Kill a few Cardis. 
It'd be like old time. But Spoonhead, like, oh, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, that, but that same guy, he was talking about, like, his academy days, how uh, Stroganoff used to be, like, his sparring partner. And yeah. he's like, she was my friend. And then, I don't know. It just seemed weird. I can't imagine being on, like, this mission like this. And then, like, one of your team members gets killed. And you're just, like, walking around, like casually talking about them i don't know i'm about how he used to get the shit beat out of him yeah, by them <laughs> i don't know it just seemed weird to me maybe that's normal i don't know uh, maybe there's like adrenaline he was I, I think he was trying to honor her by like but how often did people get days. killed in starfleet often probably um i don't know yeah it's just like i don't i don't know i feel like if i was just like at work at like one of my co-workers just like died there i wouldn't later on be like yeah he was my friend he used to kick my ass back in college i don't know <laughs> you wait I, like a couple days i feel I like that's know. a perfectly appropriate like i just response. feel like i'd be distraught if i actually cared but hey i think that was him being distraught they actually said that was part of the reason they like decided it was okay to have that line in there because they're like like yeah a, a a federation person wouldn't say that but this dude is freaking the fuck out right now. Yeah, so it's like Kirk after his son died. Klingon bastards. Klingon bastards! You killed my son! Hey, that guy didn't know the or... difference between a coil spanner and a flux coupler, so... <laughs> yeah. that, was a, that was a pretty good line. Yeah, that's true. When Garrick's like, worst part of it is, it's not a coil spanner. It's a flux capacitor. Stab. <laughs> <laughs> stab, 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 stab. Yeah. And, and, and oh, there's that look on Garrick's face, like, "What have I done?" But also, like, kind of enjoying it. So he's like got this weird look on his face at the same time when he stabs the dude. Yeah, he's doing a good job acting under all that makeup. Yeah. Then he takes Nog hostage, and he's like, "We're gonna fight one on one, Chief." And he's beating the shit out of the Chief, and he's like, "Oh, perhaps you're not a soldier after all." And and Chief's like, no, nah, I'm an engineer, and he sets off a bomb. <laughs> he's O'Brien, and he's super cool. And then yeah, he I wins the tell day. you guys how many times I've set off bombs at work <laughs> as an engineer. That's what All engineers do, right? <laughs> uh-huh. um, I love this moment because part of O'Brien's backstory that Tyler doesn't know yet is the way he went from being a soldier to an engineer. I got my associate's and bachelor's degree from ITT Tech. At ITT Tech, they took me through everything from basic components, electronics, all the way through software programming very quickly. I really enjoyed school. We are educators helping people build a foundation for the rest of their lives. ITT Technical Institute, education for the future. To find out more, call 1-800- Was that he and his squad or whatever were like trapped on a planet and absolutely going to die unless someone figured out how to like salvage a transporter out of some other piece of equipment and o'brien managed to do it and then it was like oh shit dude you are good at this engineering stuff you should go to school and become a a chief engineer instead of being a soldier and so that's like where his engineering background is specifically is like in coming up with a scrappy solution to uh, a problem of and like in a combat circumstance so i thought that was a, a a good connection to his his engineering origins yeah i don't know just being an engineer um i feel like they make engineering way cooler on tv it's <laughs> like you you mostly you just like you wear a polo and you sit well to be fair o'brien <laughs> not, for the first seven of years of his career sat at a transporter pad and pretty much that was only five yeah, years. Come true, on. Yeah, he transferred over DS9. <laughs> and then his job got exciting because he was in a war zone. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's it's the, the chief engineer on the ship or the engineers in, in Starfleet are both engineers and mechanics. There is no differentiation mm. between the two, which is part yeah. of it. Like, like the engineers are very much the ones getting their hands dirty in this, which I don't think is actually the yeah, case. Not, not typically. Um, not unless you're working in like a lab or something where you're like the only yeah. person there, you know. 
Yeah, I'm just thinking like O'Brien should be like standing over someone's shoulder, being like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, taking some notes. Yep, I'm working. Man, I can't wait for you to meet. I can't wait for you to meet Leah Brahms for real, because Leah Brahms <laughs> is the kind of engineer you're talking oh, I've, about. I've met her. We don't do that at work either. <laughs> uh, sign up for the Patreon. <laughs> So they they go back home and uh, Bashir is able to like fix Garrick and remove the drug from his head. And there's a scene where Bashir is like, "Yo, Brian, fucked up, real bad." Um, you mean Garrick? Oops. Said Bashir. Yeah. Well, no, Bashir says all that oh, too. Okay. And oh, yeah, the like, "What do you mean, man? What'd you do?" And he's like, "Well, I went to the holodeck and I made a holographic version of you." <laughs> And then we, because I missed you, and I was gonna go play like the the I was gonna do the the like Tie Fighter pilot uh, holodeck program with the holodeck version of you, but then we just kissed like a lot, <laughs> and so fuck man, I fucked up. I, I, I kissed the holodeck version of you like a lot. I'm sorry about that, man. And O'Brien's like, it's cool. I kiss the holodeck version of you all the time too. And then but she was like, wait, but. When did you do that? And he's like, oh, right after I got back. And he's like, but that's when I was in the holodeck. And then it turns out that they weren't kissing holodeck versions of each other. They were actually kissing each other. Is this from your other. fan fiction? And then after all that... Now, did you guys not have that scene? <laughs> <in your laughs> uh, I'm just waiting for Garrick and Bashir to start kissing. Well, yeah, he's, he's watching from the... They, uh, they, that's they the meme I always kiss, saw. Right? Was like they're, the, they're the cutest thruple in Starfleet. Mm-hmm. No, so is O'Brien actually normally... F- like friendly with Garrick because he did not seem friendly with Garrick. Uh, O'Brien and Garrick don't, as I recall, have a That's lot true. of interaction. But Bashir is O'Brien's boyfriend, and Bashir is also Garrick's boyfriend. So I think that's where the animosity. Yeah, be- yeah most... I'm being serious with that. I'm, I'm actually being serious that I, I think I think O'Brien has animosity towards Garrick because <laughs> of Bashir and Garrick yeah. being as close. As I, they are. I just remember a lot of Cisco and Garrick scenes being very intense. I think those are usually the characters that end up interacting with something happens. Hmm. Was Cisco even in this episode though? He was for like uh, about the same amount of time. Yeah, uh, him and O'Brien talked in the and beginning. Was there. Yeah, and he's... he's like, "Hey, we got to do this thing," and he's like, "Cool, cool." Yeah, yeah. It, essentially, his whole scene is O'Brien being like, "Hey, we need to replace this thing, and we can't replicate it because of this one little bit. So we got to go to this abandoned space station <laughs> in this sector so we can get it." And that's pretty much that's all it was. All Cisco's in. Yeah, that conversation, yeah. and then he's gone. It didn't need him, though. This was a good episode without him. I mean, I love Cisco, but, like, this was O'Brien's episode for sure. Yeah. Yeah, even without, like, knowing a lot of the context, I enjoyed this episode. It was, uh, you know, just a different take. I felt like it was more like, um, I think this could have worked even without it being Star Trek, if that Oh, yeah, sense. I totally I mean, agree. Like, yeah. I, I thought it was a fun adventure, I mean, the you know, whole... the whole horror aspect victims hanging around oh yeah that was creepy oh yeah yeah that was super creepy like uh, it definitely gave off so i gotta ask garrick he he pretty much gets off scot-free after this like Uh, so i mean they say there's gonna be an inquisition but he's got a medical backing that says that that basically he yeah, was absolutely not but, responsible but for if, his actions at that moment, and even even O'Brien, who was the commander of the mission, who's the person who has like some of the most right to be pissed off at him, yeah, he was is like influence. basically says, "I have your back." He's like, "There's going to be an inquisition," but when they know what happened, like yeah, but like if yeah. you murder a bunch of people and they find out you're on drugs, and that's one one person, but he was drugged. Uh, yeah, but. There's a difference between being on drugs and being drugged. <laughs> That's a right. good point. Yeah. I still, it, 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 I don't know. Like, it, it just seems like things kind of go back to status quo after this. And it's like, I don't know. There, There is a reference to this, which I had forgotten until uh, looking this up. That this this is not completely forgotten about. There's actually a, a later scene uh, in another episode where Nog 
and Garrick are, are oh, alone. I think for I remember a reason. That. <laughs> yes. And Garrick realizes that Nog is like continuously not like uh-huh. taking his eyes off Garrick, and he says something uh, about it. Garrick says something about it, assuming it was related to the previous unfortunate business between them. And Nog says that he would never That's turn understandable. his back on Garrick again. Yeah. So yeah. there's there's at there's at least some yeah. continuity, but I agree with you that 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 it is a little a little bit of a neat bow at the end of the episode. Like he goes mm-hmm. back to being like lovable old Garrick, you know, like even though he just stabbed someone to death in the last episode. <laughs> I yeah. thought you were going to say the continuity was going to be like you, you see like his shop or whatever, his tailor shop on the ship, and it says like no, no refunds now. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched the episode the other day, you guys, with the albino. So. Oh. Yeah. yeah, but talk about tied up with a neat bow at the end. Yeah, I'm like, you're right. It's, that's just that's Starfleet's real understanding about murder, I guess. Yeah. That's I mean, TV in the 90s. Even though this was groundbreaking in its long story arcs, they were still episodic. Sometimes you got to murder. Janeway guy. killed hey, that guy. Hey, Eric, you know what? Oh, Who hey, did what? Janeway? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Eric, you know what I realized while I was watching this episode that I was very excited about? What's that? This is a bottle episode. It is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is, it? They didn't build any new sets. They just turned the lights off. Yeah. <laughs> that was the set building for this episode. Was turn the lights and off. This is officially. Also, could someone get me some confidence? And they killed yeah. all the um, extras that were on the show. That has nothing to do with whether it's a bottle episode or not. Yeah, but the fact that they actually killed the people. It's like <laughs> the it's actors. it's a ship in a bottle. <laughs> it's, it, they're on a space station. It's not a ship. Therefore, it's not God a bottle episode. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding uh, uh what's next imdb anybody got an imdb near them oh man oh i got it okay imdb mpoc nor do 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 trivia user reviews did it remind you of the shining this is the top A review from user Hitchcock with no K at the end from October 31st, 2018. When O'Brien, Nog, who reminds me of young Mickey Rooney, and Garrick, along with some cannon fodder, go to an abandoned space station to get parts, they come to realize that there is a grave danger lurking. Also, there is a reason for this. We need to ask ourselves why two Cardassians are put in stasis to protect this galactic junk pile. It isn't long before the body count begins to mount and something happens to Garrick. This is one of those episodes where survival comes first and there's a rather cavalier attitude about death i feel like this person hitchcock from october 31st 2018 i do appreciate that he reviewed this on halloween or they reviewed Ooh, this on spooky. halloween well done hitchcock uh they summarized this episode worse than we did eric because <laughs> that's that was that was that was not a good summary of this episode oh. and there was no review in the review did they how many stars seven out of ten stars no how many stars would you give this episode tyler uh by which I mean, would you give it a good star, a mess star, or a bad star? <laughs> I'd give it a good star. A one gold star. Yay! One gold star. Yeah. Uh, was this on your good list, I assume? Yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. Definitely. It's a good one. Uh, is it time to pick it is. Uh So Eric picked last time, so let's go with uh, I did. Troy. Pick an episode. Oh, oh nice. Uh, do you have the list? Do you have Tyler's I do. Uh, I'm looking right now. booty list? And Tyler, um, did you cross off the last one? I think so. Are you on top of that? Okay. So no Klingon sex party for nope. you, Troy. Yep. Oh man, I'm gonna. Fu- well, here's what we're gonna do. Hmm? Uh, the the one I'm gonna pick. Um, uh, well, it caught my eye because Tyler spelled the name Cisco wrong. <laughs> it's spelled S I S K O. Um, but number twenty six <laughs> on the list says Cisco learns of a plan within Starfleet to update the uniform to something a little more breathable. We must find out who's behind this conspiracy and figure out how to stop them before it's too late. We didn't even talk about the uniforms. Have you seen these uniforms? Before? Oh, these yeah. New uniforms? Did you even... Or did I say Eric? Tyler. <laughs> Tyler. These are new uniforms for you. <laughs> I are they not the uniforms that they've had in other episodes of Deep Space Nine? No. No. Well, not, not in, in Far Beyond the Stars, you probably saw these uniforms, but Very they beautiful. are not the ones in, a, in, in Move Along Home. They were wearing the same uniforms they wear... On uh, the only uniform I really noticed being different was Nog's because he has like the Ferengi okay. head thingy. 
Yeah. So so he Tyler would have seen these uniforms in Star Trek Insurrection when we watched that one. Oh, that's Very true. That's similar. right. I forgot we'd seen that. Yep. Yeah. Basically, they made new uniforms for the movies and then brought them over to Deep Space Nine. Yeah. So they get the the cool uniforms. They got that are the black cool with threads. The gray shoulder pads. Yeah. yeah. I love these uniforms. I thought it was a big improvement. You have just selected uh, for the uniform. All right. <laughs> oh man! It's another Deep Space Nine. Oh. This is going to be the Deep Space Nine season. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm so ready for it. Oh, and um, <laughs> after all that, Voyager. yeah. So my prediction was obviously that it was a Deep Space Nine episode. So I was right. Yay! Yeah, you were. Once they wore the same uniform. Go ahead, shoot me. Once they fought side by side. Your ship is defenseless. I could destroy it right now. Until an act of treason. You betrayed your uniform! Became an act of war. <laughs> now, how far will Cisco go? It's not over between us! To even the score on the next Star Trek Deep Space Nine. How far will Cisco go? Pretty far, it turns out. <laughs> Pretty damn far, it turns out. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. This is a good one. Well, oh, we're not supposed to tell you that. Tyler, Tyler, this is a good one. I, there's going to be lots of Cisco in this one, I assume? Yeah, there is. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be angry. And there's oh, yes. Yeah. This is this this is some peak Cisco yelling <laughs> <He's> this episode. <laughs> and it sucks because you won't get the context. Like you'll get some of the context, <laughs> but like there's a lot that happens prior to this episode. Like a lot. Like a like a war. Um there 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 this episode picks up on a lot of threads <laughs> and you will know some of those threads but you won't know, I, I know many of those there's the dominion war don't know what it is uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, this is season 5 episode it. 13 so this is this is uh same season as the one Ooh. we just watched oh nice yeah um, that was a good season I'm very excited for this. There are some very interesting things to talk about in this episode. People are going to assume that we don't do this randomly because we did a whole bunch of Voyager and now we've chosen two Deep Space Nine episodes in a row. Is it three? Two. two. It's yeah, because we did Voyager, well, Enterprise, we'll TOS... And then DS9, DS9. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. I'm excited. This is going to be a fun one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but so, before um, we uh, transport out, unless you had anything else to say, I wanted to plug something. Oh, okay. Good. So, yeah, last episode, we're like, we're, we're going to have a special guest this episode, but then that didn't work out. So I just wanted to plug uh, Temporal Treks. With, uh, Dan was going to be on, but it didn't work out. And we'll get him on another time. But yeah, you should check out his podcast, because sure. I think by this point, my episode of that will be out. Yeah. So. Troy and I were on an episode. You were on an episode. Was was MC on an episode? No. Not yet. He'll get there. You guys probably have yeah, the worst time zones to find a time to work together. <laughs> we should also point out that Dan has been on this entire season of Podcasters Assemble so far. So Cool. And then um, I, I want to talk about my podcast, my other podcast, because we're doing weird things. Uh, my podcast, the Coordinate <laughs> Attack on Titan podcast... Um, Attack on Titans not airing right now, and there's like one more part of season four. They're up to three parts of season four, which is stupid. It's just call it different seasons. It's been three years. Come on, but so we're trying to figure out what we're <laughs> gonna watch next. So uh, me and my co-host Bill are just like suggesting shows for each other to watch, and like sometimes we do manga. And the first one I made Bill read is called Dick Fight Island, and. <laughs> it is this like that was a joke no no you should listen to the episode no, that's a real thing um I, i'll give you a brief synopsis of what it is it is 
uh it's it's this <laughs> there is this like island chain that's like closed off from the rest of the world and they only just like connected with the rest of the world recently but inside of this island chain there's multiple like uh cities essentially and every couple of years they have kind of like a hunger game situation where they get in this like fight there's like eight of them and they get a fight and winner gets to be the king for whatever period uh and the way that they fight <laughs> is by um the last one to orgasm wins <laughs> and so they wear armor on their dicks so it's like harder to you get are it are they trying to jerk each other basically off well, oh, they're trying no. to not get jerked off, but in like an anime <laughs> way with armor, and this one person has a dick whip. <laughs> it's bizarre. Oh, you should really listen okay. to the episode. <laughs> huh. yeah, it if you choose to read it, it gets pretty graphic. <laughs> Don't worry. I won't. <laughs> uh, so we are beaming over to the Defiant. I want to say. Uh, no, actually, we're just gonna we're just gonna yes, we're gonna do Eric. We're gonna beam over to the market down the street, and I'm gonna I'm gonna steal some bread. Hmm.